from the Summer Skate Studios, Behind the Mask Hockey Shops present College Hockey West Weekly. Behind the Mask's College Hockey West Weekly is brought to you by Jesse Ray's Barbecue at 308 North Boulder Highway in Henderson. Stop in for lunch, cater your next event, or just buy a couple of bottles of our award-winning sauces. The NCHC and NCHC.TV. Subscribe to nchc.tv to watch the best in college hockey since 2013. The Tag Creative Group. Search T-G-R-A-N-R-U-D at redbubble.com and let us create a unique design for you or your business. Behind the Mask Hockey Shops. Visit any of our Three Valley locations or go to behindthemask.com whether you're on ice or in line. Caesars Entertainment Resorts and Casinos, where an iconic vacation awaits you at any of our destinations around the world. The Spaghetti Shack, classic Italian food quickly with locations in Tempe and Pine Top. Order online at thespaghettishack.com. Liberty University, play for something more. Faith, education, and hockey at liberty.edu. College Hockey, Inc., your NCAA hockey resource. Summer skates, shower shoes or koozies to show your game and style at summerskates.com. And by the Caesar Sportsbook app, a proud partner of the NHL. College Hockey West Weekly from the Summer Skate Studios presented by Behind the Mask as a part of the IcetimeHockeyWest.com network. Here are your hosts, Scott Strandy and Paul Hornstein. All right. Well, welcome in, hockey fans, anywhere that you may be joining us on this Tuesday night for College Hockey West Weekly. Scott Strandy with you about, oh, I don't know, my GPS is about 172 miles from one Paul Hornstein out on Long Island, New York. So why that means I am in Atlantic City in the beautiful Harris Hotel Resort and Casino just on the shores of the Pacific Ocean. My co-host, as always, from that big, beautiful palatial estate out on Long Island, New York, Paul Hornstein. Paul, have you recovered from my short visit? Uh, no. <laughs> okay. Are you wearing your Long Island t-shirt today? Uh, not anymore. Oh, okay. I wore mine today. And I, my cap. I took well, some pictures. I don't wear hats, so. Because right, we rep it. We rep it. You give it, we rep it. Yeah, I know. I just, I don't wear hats. I, I, I really, I own two hats. One is from nineteen eighty seven. Pretty close. It's not that it's you're not that far off. Um it's an ASU baseball hat uh with the interlocking AS and it's and I gotta have that sucker about twenty five years. Um that's an alum for you folks. That is a diehard alum. I just I don't I just don't wear hats. And the other hat that I have is um um, uh, one of my former colleagues who retired this past year was baseball coach for a long time. He gave me a hat, so I have that hat. Okay, so I have six in the back window of the Nissan. As uh, I, I just, I just, I just don't. I just, <laughs> I would love to wear a hat. I just never find one that doesn't look. Ugh. <laughs> I just, anyway. I just can't find one. I mean. Uh, even the coolest of hats, like a really good cowboy hat or or one of those old Italian guy hats, I just, I just can't find anything that I think ever 
doesn't make me want to cringe, to be honest. <laughs> okay. Well, uh, our friend Brett Riley gave us uh, a couple of T-shirts and a hat, and I said, you give, we rep. And, uh, wow, what a fun time that was last night. Uh, I can tell you the ride from Long Island uh, down to Atlantic City was not fun. <laughs> not at all. Uh, pouring rain. Uh, the windshield wipers couldn't keep up. Oh, yeah. It lasted the entire way. All the way till I get here, there's uh, coastal flooding going on as we speak. Um, I took a picture this morning from the hotel out in the bay, and you can see all these plots of land um, surrounded by water. Well, tonight, Paul, when the tide came in, yeah, they were no more. It was all water. <laughs> the land was gone. Well, I, uh, I you know, it's wow. I, yeah, well, I get that. I see, you don't experience that in California because there are no plots of land out in the Pacific. Um, no, I just, I mean, At I'm least far not enough. In San Diego. I'm far enough from the uh, shore um, where I don't usually have that problem. I could hit a golf ball into the ocean from here. Uh, I probably could too. <laughs> I don't know. As long as it doesn't have to be really straight. <laughs> yeah, it's not that far. And uh, there is a bay on the other side of us, which is where our room is staying. So thanks to the folks at Harris. I mean, this is a fantastic place. First time I've been to Atlantic City. And uh, boy, it's nice. Very nice. That's good. So anyway, yeah, that's where we nice. are. Uh, we had a Riley last night and Brett Riley, the head coach well, and, of Long and, Island. And, and by the way, you know, we were there last year, at least I was, uh, when Lindenwood came in. And uh, did you, you, know. you you didn't tell Brett that you really went there just to hang out with Zombo, did you? Doesn't everybody do that? <laughs> no, not everybody. <laughs> really? Oh, then they're then they're wrong. I mean, geez, <laughs> it's not like you have to talk much, but still, um, yeah. Why would you not? But that's you know, uh, what do I know? I'm just a schmo, but um, <laughs> anyway, and Brett, we love you too. You know those. Oh, when I want he, he one day he'll actually be old enough to shave, but that's. <laughs> but let me tell you, if you want to find hockey knowledge, go sit down with Brett Riley for about an hour because you will be amazed at what this uh, young man understands and knows about the game on and off the ice and. I guess when you just say the last name Riley, you kind of expect I mean, yeah, that's I mean, in the blood. It's 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 yeah. I mean, you know, it's one of those deals where it is the uh, the family business, the family tree. I mean, you know, it's just you know, it's almost expected that you know when you're a Riley, you when you grow up, you're going to be in the hockey business. And, that is a fact, you know, and you're usually at a major university somewhere. You know, and, um, you know, like I said, last year I, I, I went into the bowels a little bit when I when we went to talk to, uh, to, to Rick Zombo, um, and part of that was because I had somebody that wanted to get a chance to talk to one of his former teammates. So, um, so that was one of the, and and you want to talk about a conversation that it, when it happened, we talked about it last year on the show. Um, but uh, they are so far ahead of 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 where they were in terms of 
uh, everything facilities together. Yeah. Putting those facilities together um, for LIU. Uh, I mean, I haven't been into the Islander parts of it, but you know, the only thing I'll say is I, I, I saw somebody sharpening skates yesterday that still amazed you didn't it <laughs> well i listen i don't know exactly who he was working for but he had all the the the, the things to cover the, the blade covers all said islanders on it so i mean i just assumed that at some depth of level of the organization he was working for and i went up to him and i said don't they have don't they get done by computer now he goes i wish so obviously, if he does, he's not working for the NHL part of the skates. Well, you know? there's there's a number of things with that. Um, NHL players uh, perhaps want certain cuts, and uh, he may not be able to program that into a computer. Maybe not specifically uh, for players. So I don't know. I don't know either. Um, I just, anyway. It was just a guess, and I just found yeah. it amusing. Um, because no. I because we've seen you. I think you shot some video once of. Being yeah, done by of a sparks machine, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, our friends at Behind the Mask, they do them all manually. Um, at least I, I believe they are still doing them manually. Um, I'll check, I'll check with Randy and find out. But anyway, um, so it was a great visit, uh, on Long Island at uh, Northwell. Um, right. and you see, and you see as you watch games, if you if you watch games that, um, you know, you get a little. They get better and better every year. And again, we know that there's enough talent out there. You just have to find it. Yeah. You know, well, here, here's the thing that amazed me, and I, I didn't mention this on the show last night when we were recapping it, but I thought about it on the drive down here. I thought about it today. Um, Brett Riley, uh, Rick Zombo. Uh, uh, Eric Largan, uh, Matt Chasby, uh, Greg Powers. Just go across the uh, the board of uh, of independents, right? And those coaches have no fear. They are not afraid of playing anybody, any place, at any time. And um, to me, that's pretty amazing because I would think that if you're a newbie on the block in any sport, um, you might be a bit intimidated to get started. But these guys are not. It's like, okay, I don't care. I don't care if you're Quinnipiac and the national champions. We'll play you, and we'll play you at your building or our building on Saturday afternoon or Sunday morning. or It doesn't matter. We're ready to play. And to me, that's how you build championships. And if you, don't, if you didn't listen last night, go back and listen uh, and download the podcast last night because there was some really great stuff from one Brett Riley. And you'll forget that this guy isn't very old. <laughs> and, Again, I don't think he shaves uh, yet, but that's... Uh, goodness gracious. And he, uh, he he goes in depth on a lot of different things. And, and you know, one word I walked away with from that was passion. He said, passion, 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 when I asked him how he started a program. And uh, I agree with him. That's how you have to do anything. And another great line that he gave, he goes, there are guys that look for problems. There are guys that look for answers. <laughs> or I'm paraphrasing, but that's yeah. basically what he what he was saying is that we don't look for problems; we uh, we we look for solutions to problems. <laughs> and that's that. Uh, anyway, I just had a really well, good time, and, and it was well worth the trip uh, just to see that and to spend that time uh, on the island with not only you 
but with Brett and the guys at uh, Long Island. Yeah, okay. Um, you know, and that was basically, and, and I always use this as the 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 standard bearer, so to speak. One of my favorite coaches of all time, Bobby Bowden, used to be the, you know, late Bobby Bowden coached football at Florida State forever. And, you know, Florida State was an afterthought in college football when Bobby Bowden got the job. And his, you know, when he took over, he always said our mindset was we'll play anybody, anywhere, anytime. And if that's good enough for Bobby Bowden, then, yeah, that is the attitude you have to take when you're trying to build your program. Bring it on. Let's go. You know? Yep. Um, and and the other thing, Paul, that goes along with that is um, these guys that I spoke of um, are not a, a bit afraid to lose. I mean, if they get beat, they get beat. They're not embarrassed. Um, they would be embarrassed by their effort, but they all know that their teams come out and give it everything they got and and if they lose, they lose, but they will take away something from a loss, guaranteed, and they'll use it down the road. Now, there's a difference between, and, and you know this, you, if, you, if the other team get, plays better than you and you lose, you know, if you've, if you've busted your butt and done everything you can, you know, okay, you know, you tip your cap and let's go. Um. You know, it's when you don't, it's, it's the lack of effort that, that is the only thing that really upsets you. And, and by the way, all those guys there at, uh, at LIU, I don't think they're much old. I don't, I don't think they're older than the coach, <laughs> no, you know, the assistant coach, uh, Will Messa not, and Andrew Vellucci not, and the not, hockey ops guy, Garrig. So I just holy cow! I mean, I not think unless I'm Rob comes around. Them, the, if Rob yeah, comes I think around, I'm older. you know, you know who the man well, is. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but I think I'm older than all four of those guys put together. <laughs> yeah, I hear you. Um, so anyway, so, that was a lot of fun and 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 great talk and great hockey conversation. It's going to be fun to watch that team all season long, as we will. Oh, yeah. Um. So so I'm moving on from one Riley to another. As tomorrow afternoon, I will be at Army at West Point. And uh, oh, nice. first of all, I got to ask you, how do I get into West Point? <laughs> Are they going to let me in, or do I need some? Oh, not if they're, if they're smart, or? they won't. But <laughs> I'm joking. Connor's giving me all the all the the ins and outs about how how I get on uh, the base, if you want to call it that, or the academy. No, listen, I don't think you and I, I don't uh, think you and I ever had anywhere close to the grades to get into no. West Point. So. No, but I maybe could have been there to shovel or, you know, I don't know. So well, that maybe that's it, you know. <laughs> anyway, so we'll talk to Brian Riley tomorrow. Um, no podcast for him uh, right now, but we will uh, we'll chat it up and I'll have some video and uh, watch a little practice before moving on. Um, as you know, next weekend, a huge weekend in ACHA hockey before the NCAA starts. So uh, I will have to move swiftly. Uh, from tomorrow and Thursday to get to Adrian for Thursday night action. Friday uh, down at Fort Wayne. And uh, as I mentioned last night, Saturday in normal Illinois. I don't even know if I'm allowed to go to normal. I don't know. The Lord knows you aren't. That's for sure. <laughs> so anyway, that's that's kind of the plan for the week. So I understand the sun may come out because every <laughs> second I've spent in New York 
or near oh New York God. has been cloudy, rainy, miserable. Go away. Oh, how do you people live here? That's a very good question. Ha- have um, you heard I'm of this place called San Diego? I'm looking to leave. I would love to go to San Diego. <laughs> have you heard of this place called Temecula? God's country, they call it. Well, whatever. It's, they don't have winter. I ain't worried about that. That's what I don't care about. <laughs> anyway, I'm sorry, New York, because I'm not picking on you. But I, I was going, boy, it would be nice to see Manhattan. Where is it? Oh, I drove right through it. Couldn't see the skyscrapers. It was all fog and rain. That's for sure. <laughs> oh, my goodness. That was something else. So <laughs> anyway, we'll, we'll see how the three-hour drive goes up to uh, West Point. Uh, Paul's well, it should be, should be pretty smooth considering you don't have to go through the, the five boroughs. So you should yeah. be okay. And it went by Coney Island. That was kind of cool. I, I, Coney Island was not what I expected, Paul. How could you see it from the Bell Park? Well, it's not like you're not standing still right on next the Bell Park. Right next to us. It was right next to us. Well, I know, us. but still, it's not the same <laughs> you know, if you're not actually on on the, on, on the street. But, you know, no, you well, go by I, it, you could see it a little I bit. I right, was right by it. I could have grabbed the Ferris wheel. How was yeah, that Yeah, that's close? okay. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Get a hot dog. Get a hot dog. <laughs> yeah. A real hot dog. Yeah, we're going with ketchup only. No, absolutely (laughs) not. No, 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 (laughs) absolutely not. (laughs) Okay. Anyway, it's and I don't even like mustard, but it's either mustard (laughs) or nothing. Oh, you want to put some onions on there? You can put some onions on there. Um, you know, if you're having Chicago style, the the. The executive producer is throwing in, can we just get a little of everything on the hot dog? It doesn't really matter. As long as it's not ketchup. Yeah, just put everything on it. No, no. (laughs) No, no, no. Anyway, anyway, so I I was amazed to go through there. Um, You know, like I said, uh, what a great facility the Islanders have as well. It's every NHL facility I get to. It's all uh, first class and and, uh, unbelievable. And, Okay, let's move on because we got okay. more hockey to talk about. We got more college hockey to talk about. I want to start right. with Atlantic hockey. Um, right. The preseason coaches poll came out. Yeah. Um, any surprises in what you saw? I'm going to read them off to you, and you tell me if you saw a surprise here. They have RIT number one, Sacred Heart two, AIC three, Holy Cross four, Canisius five, Niagara six, Army uh, seven. Air Force eight, Mercyhurst nine, Robert Morris ten, and Bentley at eleven. Paul, there is eleven teams, and wouldn't twelve be a nice round number with Long Island University? It would be. I'm not. And then we can know, just stop into... right there. Then then that would be good at the Atlantic Hockey, and everybody else would have to find another spot. But uh, come no, on, not... Atlantic Hockey, if you if you're gonna have eleven, why don't you just go to twelve, have a nice round number? And uh, bring those Long Island Sharks on and give them a conference to play in. A, I don't give a crap about round numbers. Have thirteen teams. Get as many teams. I, you know, every every team should every league should have to add a oh, team. Come on, or two. Now, split it east and or north and south. Or no, whatever no, no, no. We're going to solve. No, and, we're going to solve this problem. And, every league have, should. Every league has to add a team. Should or have two. an even they number. Can have a, no. No. Ask the schedule makers if they would prefer to have an even number. So much easier no. to make a schedule. No, what they should do is, and, and let, let's go and let's 
let's each league has to take a couple of newbies so that all the independents can have a league to play in. Okay, so here we go. Lindenwood goes to NCHC, and um, Long Island goes to Atlantic. Yeah. Um, where would you like to put two Alaskas? Well, that's that's How about still the becomes CCHA? an issue, right? <laughs> I love that idea. <laughs> love that idea. Well, they're going to play a lot of CCHA teams. No, I get it. I, I love that idea. I, I, you know, if I being serious about it. Well, no, I am. I do love that idea. Um, I know you. I know you do. What about yeah. uh, what about our friends up there at the uh, the hidden gem that just came on board? <clears throat> well, I guess they came on board last year, but well, you know what I'm talking about. No, no, we know where they're going. CCHA. Who's your team up in New York? The hidden secret. Oh, you mean Binghamton, Utica? No, keep going. Stonehill. Yeah, that's Massachusetts, gonna... by the way. Okay, well, where are we going to put Stonehill? Uh, again, uh, you can put them in the ECAC. Okay, and I, and I would split up anyway. the if 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 you had to if you had maybe put a gun to my head and tried to do this the quote unquote fair way and I I, w- I would split up the Alaska schools. I, I would put one in the in the in the CCHA and and one and I know that Michael is cr- will cringe when I say this, but just for fairness' sake put one of them in, in the NCHC because everybody has to, to help out. Well, Lindenwood would be their help out because that makes sense. No, well, yeah, but the issue is not the issue. But the issue, the issue is not getting to St. Louis. We're talking about fairly sharing the burden here. Well, what and is Lindenwood? Sure ev- doesn't doesn't Lindenwood sure- have to jump onto a conference? Why can't they go to, why can't they go to the NCHC and, and the Alaska's get picked up by other conferences. There's more conferences out there. Again, um, and don't think the people up in Alaska have ever or will ever forgive those other eight teams. Okay. But we're trying to do this in a quote-unquote fair-minded way. I just took us way off track. All I wanted to do was just say that there's 11 teams in Atlantic Hockey and 12 would be a nice round number and would fit perfectly for Long Island University. Okay. Well, try it. Listen, uh, put Linden. Let, I mean, I know they would. I mean, listen, Lindenwood at this point. They belong the in the NCHC. They are uh, geographically know, the, and ready to play NCHC hockey. Share the burden. You know put them in the Big Ten. I know, but you know how easy the trip is. You know how easy the trip is to to Arizona, to yeah, it's, it's, College, it's to Denver, St. Louis, to North Dakota, to Omaha. It's it's St. That's Louis. That's where they belong. That's where they belong. You don't want to send them uh, again, to the CCHA schools every other weekend. Send them to again, schools okay, again. We're trying to NCAA. share the burden. Exactly. We're trying. And, and we're are, trying. Lindenwood to, to, yeah, Independent. Let me rephrase that. Let are they independent that again? Are they independent? Yes. Yes. Okay, sharing the burden then would be picking them up by a conference. Why does NCHC have well, to pick no, up but that's two not that's or not maybe more, three because we're, they're picking up ASU right now? No. Well, isn't that what we're uh, play acting on? You know, every, every, every you know, maybe, uh, you know, somebody, you know, if, if you get uh, one of those other schools, a Binghamton or, or Utica to come in like they're like they're playing or like they're trying to, 
Um, you can put Stonehill in Hockey East and put Binghamton in the ECAC. LIU can go to Atlantic Hockey. Lindenwood can go to the NCAC? No. Um, actually, you put. Why are you uh, so opposed to that? It's perfect for them. Because yeah. I'm trying to split it up evenly for Mr. Even, even Number. Mr. Even that, Number? No. Yes. No. That makes you, you 10. Still, no. Yes. No. Count them. No. Count the stars. No, you're forgetting somebody. Who am I forgetting? Okay, you, you can split up the because of the sizes of the schools. I said you can split up the Alaska schools, one in the NCHC, one in the CCHA. Um and so I mean, somebody's gotta go me. into the somebody what what league nobody's are we forget? Going to the Not, big you're forgetting. No. Well, so, no, they, so they have to take camp. somebody. No, 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 that's the rules. They have to take somebody. These are my rules, <laughs> my imaginary dispersal draft. They, they have to never, take somebody. They will never take a school unless it's Illinois, uh, a big well, that's never happened, affiliate. and that's never okay. happening. We know well, they that. are not taking anybody that's no, they got not it. No, that's, they, these are, these are the, you want even numbers, right? They only have seven. This makes eight. Yeah, they're not ever doing it. They're not. Uh, ever none of this is going to happen. But we're we're playing by my rules right now. I'm making this up. Yeah. Well, Lindenwood still belongs in the NCHC because that's a perfect fit. It's perfect. Again, and everyone knows it. Then again, because the N- tell me are, that the NCHC wouldn't di- be thrilled to have St. Louis after they just picked up <sighs> Tempe, Arizona. We are trying to make this everybody helping out. Everybody ensuring that all the independents have a place to play. Big Ten will not help out. I guarantee you they will not help out. They want Big Ten schools. They want to be Big Ten. And if you have a hockey program and you're a Big Ten school, you're welcome. And if you're not, you're not. These, well, Notre Dame's not in the Big Ten. That's the one exception. Okay, well, listen. We're sitting here. Right there. Well, so is St. Louis. We're, we're here. We're, no, we not. are sitting here. No, it's not. Well, if you want to do a complete and total geographic, re, re, uh, we can do that too. Uh, give me, give me thirty seconds to to look at stuff, and you know we can play some spots, and, <laughs> you and need we can realign all the divisions. <laughs> we can realign everything. <laughs> but we're anyway. just trying to do that. Anyway, my point, my point tonight was and your point. Atlanta hockey has usual. eleven. 11 teams and, and Long Island would fit nice in 12. And Atlantic Hockey has got teams from everywhere on the East Coast. Um, right. The Big Ten only has Big Ten schools. And that's right. It. Well, but that for the purposes of the exercise, we are saying everybody has to take a team. There are six <laughs> conferences and six independents. Everybody okay. has to take a team. Okay. Then Lindenwood goes to NCHC and one of the Alaskas goes to the Big Ten. If no, that's no, where no, you no. want to play the game, because we're, you want to put like well, wrong there. schools. You're wrong the there. Yeah, but here's you're the wrong thing. there. You, but, yeah, no, but, I'm not. But, no, 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 no. Listen, no. Listen. We, we're not taking people out of where they are. We're putting things in and trying to make it as at least a little bit logical. Well, you're trying to tell me now and, that and, Lindenwood and the NCHC is not logical. You could have Lindenwood, Colorado College, Denver, and yeah, I, Arizona I get State. That. I, I understand the, that in the bottom in the south. Of the NCHC, they're perfectly I geographically aligned I und- and perfect schools to compete against each other. I understand that. But then why again, are you arguing with me? If again, you understand it. because 
because I am I, Atlantic Hockey, and rightfully so, talks about how they shouldn't have to pick up all the stragglers. So what we are that. doing I get in the spirit of one that, team. One so team. that so that so that everybody's hair wise, theoretically, mathematically stays the same. Then Lindenwood goes to the NCHC and you put one no. of the Alaskas in the Big no, Ten. You can't You're do gonna that. send one of them to CCHA. Why yes. can't you send the other one to the Big Ten? They're the same area. No. Alaska in the Big Ten? Why? Why can't they? Why can't Fairbanks be there? You don't think they're good enough? They play a lot of Big Ten teams and play them tough. They do. But like so I why said, can't again, they go there? Well, because I think that, that it wouldn't work as well. <laughs> and again, this is my you exercise. No you brought up. You, you have no up, idea. You, you presented <laughs> me with scenarios, and I made the rule. <laughs> Love it. Anyway. Rick, we believe that you guys belong in the NCHC, and we hope that that's where you end up. Anyway, um, anyway I want to see growth in every. I want to see growth in everything, and I just think that for the NCHC, uh, that would make them a very, very tough conference. There already are, but but to have uh, Denver, St. Louis, Phoenix, and then Colorado yeah. College and Colorado Springs, and then Omaha and North Dakota. I mean, yeah. Yeah, Duluth. I mean, Saint Cloud, uh, Western. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, I get okay. it. You're, you're wrong as usual. Anyway, um, anyway, to to go back to the Atlantic hockey thing, coaches were not allowed to vote for their own team, as it should be. Right. Okay. Um, I'm not shocked that RIT was picked to come in first. Um, I, I, th- you know, they've got, um. You know, uh, a bunch of guys coming back, a bunch of seniors, a bunch of experience, including the best goalie in the league in Tommy Scarfoni. Um, Sacred Heart, picking pick second, doesn't really surprise me. Uh, Again, a lot of guys coming back. Um there, there seems to be a clear dividing line between the top three teams in RIT, Sacred Heart, and AIC. And then kind of a jumble in the middle. Uh, we don't, you know, where we don't know, those teams could finish in any order, four to nine, or at least four to eight. Um, I was very surprised to see uh, Robert Morris not picked eleventh. Mm. You would think. Coley, are you listening? Paul well, Hornsby thought you should be number eleven. The they're still an expansion team. Oh, I think they're past the expansion team. I think they're just a reloaded team because I think they have some players that uh, Derek feels are going to be very, very good and. Uh, I would I would say they could that, be that but they could can't. be in that eight nine spot seven spot maybe even and they, listen uh, I they think could that would be interesting. This, listen this is possible I'm just my point is you have no way of knowing because you haven't seen a play unless you look you on have, paper and you make your preseason poll how do you make uh, a preseason again, poll you ask where were they last year they didn't have a track record where did they have for players coming in 
am losing. They didn't lose anybody, so they just got all new players. And you look at their schedule, and you say, okay, I like their schedule. I like the new players they brought in preseason. We haven't yeah, seen them no, yet. No, I'm just but we're I'm surprised. I'm just surprised. That's all. Okay. You Derek, asked me if surprised. there was anything that surprised me. Derek, he's surprised. He thought you should be a little lower. You could only go one lower, by the way. Anyway. Um, so <laughs> Expansion. Expansion? Don't it's tell not... me that Robert Morris is expansion. They were in the league for years. They've it wasn't played their for two fault. years. It wasn't their fault. I didn't say, no, 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 no. It wasn't the players' fault. No. But they still so haven't played for They're not expansion, Derek. Derek Schooley was there the whole time. He was there even while they weren't playing games, recruiting, fundraising. It, yeah, it does you're, matter. You're, no. Yeah, it does no. matter because no. they're not starting no. over from scratch. Yes, they are. No, they're not. They knew they had a game plan. They knew exactly how to run the game plan. All it is is a two-year so hiatus. Zombo. He's still still an expansion team. Uh, no, well, they had never done it before. Derek Schooley's done it over and over again many times. No, well, you know, it's Casey just a different group of players. Casey Stengel, was the, Casey Stengel was the first manager of the Mets. And how many games did they lose in that first year? Um, he's done it years. He did it years and years and years. But they were still an expansion team. And they still lost 120 yeah, but they're games. they're the Mets. Come on. Yeah. They still the, lost the, 120. The Mets, they're going to win the World Series this year, by the way. No? <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> anyway, so that's the way Atlanta hockey breaks down. That was great. We just blew blew past the break and the whole works in we'll a half hour now. here so we're going to take the break now then we're going to come okay. back and talk more hockey because a lot of captains have been named i sent you a few of them the arizona coyotes by the way are coming back from australia finally uh, i thought they were going to relocate there but i guess they couldn't get the rest of the teams to want to go there but anyway uh, that's a whole nother story we'll be back in a few minutes to uh continue on the discussion of ncaa hockey on college hockey west weekly at Behind the Mask, we know that players are always messing with their equipment and constantly need to borrow things like tape or need a new mouthpiece during the season. Point is that just because you are fully outfitted to start the season doesn't mean you're good for the year. Make sure that you are always supplied with all of the hockey accessories you need by visiting our stores or BehindTheMask.com. Whether it's an extra mouth guard, wheels and bearings for your inline skates, or extra rolls of tape for your stick, at Behind the Mask, we have all the little things that can make your time at the rink go smoother. Go to any of our three Valley locations or online at BehindTheMask.com. From the nation's best college hockey conference, access exclusive on-demand content and watch more than 140 live games. Ready for you wherever you are, however you want to watch. On your phone, computer, or stream to your TV. Your favorite team is on nchc.tv. When you can't be there, be here. Subscribe now to watch the best in college hockey at nchc.tv. If it's nchc hockey, it's on nchc.tv. Passion, talent, development. NCAA hockey offers all that and its players graduate at a 93% rate. Trevor Zegras. And they score on the lacrosse move. Jake Gensel. Gensel banks it towards the goal. He scores. Kale McCarr. Kale McCarr. He scores. Stars on campus before the NHL stage. Whether you're a fan or a player, nothing compares to college hockey. My goodness gracious, man. Visit college.
collegehockeyinc.com and follow at College Hockey. So you're a few weeks into the season and that brand new equipment bag is starting to get kind of funky. Those sweaty gloves and pads, yuck. Well, there's only so much you can do about it. But when that new pair of summer skates starts to pick up that scent, that's easy. Our customizable shower shoes go right into the washing machine, then air dry overnight, and they're ready for their next shift at the rink. Customizable for your team or with your favorite player's name and number, summer skates, the ultimate hockey player's footwear, are perfect for players in the desert or even for just wearing around the house. Head to IcetimeHockeyWest.com and click on the Summer Skates link to get your personalized koozies and shower shoes today. After a hard day at work or a long week, what's better than good comfort food to put you at ease? At the Spaghetti Shack, we say the answer is comfort food that's made by somebody else. The Spaghetti Shack has taken spaghetti and meatballs, the classic Italian comfort food, to a portable level. ASU alumni owned and operated, the Spaghetti Shack has three locations at 6340 South Rural Road in Tempe, the ASU location at 922 East Apache Road, and 952 West White Mountain Road in Pine Top. For lunch, dinner, or catering as well, call us at 480-687-2485 or order online at thespaghettishack.com. Coming to you from the Summer Skate Studios, ITHSW Podcast presents College Hockey West Weekly. Indeed it is College Hockey West Weekly. Scott Strandy with you tonight from Atlantic City, New Jersey, uh, on the shores of the Pacific at the beautiful Harrah's 19th floor overlooking the bay. It has been a fantastic uh, night, almost two nights complete here. Be moving on from this beautiful hotel in the very short period of time but anyway we love to stay my co-host is always paul hornstein from that big beautiful palatial estate where every night's like in a luxury hotel yeah okay. um <laughs> no no it's not no <laughs> okay just checking uh so anyway um okay uh where do you want to start because we have uh, a, a neat little graphic that came out from uh nchc today about the eight new assistant coaches uh, we've talked about the opportunity for teams to hire a new, an additional assistant coach. Everybody, I think, has taken advantage of it. Why would you not? And, well, uh, no, absolutely not. Eight new name, names with the NCHC teams, of which there are eight right now. Soon there'll be nine, and we hope soon, soon there'll, there'll be, be nine, ten yeah. with Lindenwood. So, anyway. <sighs> You know I was going to get that in there. So anyway, well, I, I I told you what I think, and you, know, I, you tell me what you think I, all the time, right? And I'm I can't help it if that. you're wrong all the time. That's all. I just can't. I can't help it. You know. I'm gonna when Lindenwood shows up in the NCHC, I'm gonna say, "Ah, oh, Paul, can we talk a little bit about this last show that we?" Uh... <laughs> um. Oh, listen, <laughs> listen. Uh, hope we remember that we did this show by the time if if that ever happens. Okay, so uh, let's start with those eight assistants. We've talked a little bit about Ryan Massa uh, coming in um, with uh, with Denver, but everybody else has got some too. You want to go through the list? You want to start uh, with Colorado College, the home of the Tigers? Oh, no, we're done here. <laughs> Andrew 
Uh, Oakleve, I believe. Oakleve, cheese. Oakleve. Is it Oakleve for sure? Because yeah, I thought yeah. that was different. I, anyway, I'm going to find out from Andrew. Um, of course, that's uh, what it is. Okay, I'm going to find out if it's Andrew Oakleve or not. But we'll we'll check with Andrew and uh, Dylan Simpson at North Dakota, uh, Peter Aubrey uh, at Omaha, as I mentioned, Ryan Massett, Denver, Jonathan Elliott in Miami, Clark Kuster at St. Cloud State, um, Brent Nicklin with the uh, University of Minnesota Duluth Bulldogs, and Jared Brown at Western Michigan. So, um, Paul, we talked about Ryan Mass, as I said. What do you know, if anything, about the rest of these guys, except they're taking on some big roles, jumping in with the NCHC teams as the third assistant? Well, what I like is, A, not, none of these guys are old enough to shave either. Okay. <laughs> uh, maybe Jared Brown up there at Western uh, because I'd be hard to argue with that. He has got the facial hair. He's got the facial hair. But um, my my point being is, you know, first of all, uh, about half these guys have NCHC experience as a player, so they know the league, right? Um, Simpson played for North Dakota. Massa played captain, for, by the way, um, played at Omaha. Right. Um, what? There's one more here that I. I um, what am I got? Um, and Cluster, uh, Cluster played at uh, at St. Cloud. So, um, a they're they're bringing in people that are already familiar with the landscape. B uh, a bunch of you know you got a few hockey ops guys getting promoted to that coach and. The hockey ops people get a, to do a lot of work. They they basically are the guys that keep the the wheels grinding. Uh, you know, for 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 all of these teams, you know, not just you know uh, specific teams. Those hockey ops guys are very very important. Um, you know, uh, again. You know, some, some of these guys played as professionals. Some of these guys were volunteer coaches. So it's nice to see some of those guys get paid. Right? For example, yeah. Brant Nicklin yep. uh, was a volu was volunteer so was to Ryan uh, Duluth for about eight, nine years. Yeah, Ryan Massa, not that long, but has been uh, put in a lot of time and made a lot of strides. Um, so yeah, we're happy to have the assistance. Like I said, I think nearly every team, if not every team, uh, added a third paid assistant, because if you can, why would you not? I mean, if you're in it to win it, so to speak, you add uh, strength wherever you can. So, um, thrilled to see that great to have them on board. Hopefully we can have some conversations with them, uh, over the course of the next few years. And, and by the way, just because it makes me laugh. Okay. Um, when I had the questions for Brett Riley yesterday about some of the drills that they were running, um, it always amuses me that there are always drills where the goalies are off by themselves and nobody's bothering with them. And it's like... <laughs> you think they're just standing over there doing nothing? <laughs> no, no, they're not standing over there. No, but the point is they're by themselves because, first of all, I... <sighs> You almost First have to be goal, goal, you goal almost have to are be, by themselves. 
<laughs> they're well, in their yeah. own heads. They're in their own worlds. I get it. Well, that's why I'm saying that, you know, in a lot of cases, you know, you need somebody that played the position to 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 kind of catch some of the idiosyncrasies and some of this the finer details. Like, all right, so if you're Colorado College, you have Chris Mayotte. He was goalie. You don't really have to have. And you got Peter Menino. Uh, oh, yeah. And you, well, you have Swaggy P, who didn't get any of our LIU swag yesterday, by the way. <laughs> okay. And, and, and you got a guy named Caden Sponge Embarico who shows up all the time. Just no. Stop it. It's embarrassing. I, I <laughs> disassociate myself from all these. Oh. Um, By the way, Blaze for the Colorado College Tigers. Yeah, I'm going to hang up now. <laughs> anyway. Uh, oh, <laughs> Jesus, seriously? <laughs> anyway, um, so my point being is uh, they got they got a lot of great guys that are stepping in in the NCHC, as you would expect. Uh, <laughs> they fill up their coaching staffs, and they bring some really good, um, talented players to work with their players and also to recruit. And also to be another set of eyes on the bench during games if they're not out recruiting. So yeah. congratulations to everybody that picked up a new role as an assistant coach somewhere. Um, a I couple of things I, I noticed guess Coach today, Powers Paul, was out recruiting today? Yeah. yeah that's what I hear. Okay. <laughs> anyway, and he probably didn't take his phone with him from what I was told. Yeah, anyway. So uh, some teams have released captains. I know uh, St. Thomas and uh, Rico put out a nice little video or the guys at St. Thomas put out a nice little video of Rico uh, announcing the captains for uh, for the Tommies. So uh, I haven't uh, seen the video, so that's pretty I'll cool. Go look for it. Yeah, go to Twitter. Go to Twitter. St. Thomas Men's Hockey. Um, yeah, have to check anyway, that out. you'll find it. It's pretty cool. And by the way, it was confirmed that this is the first time that the ASU players picked their own captains. Ah, very nice. So it's confirmed. Yeah. We have confirmation, folks. Um, so anyway, I, I think that's uh, another step that, that tells you that you're very close to the start of the hockey season when everybody's got their teams and their captains and they've been on the ice a little while. So yeah. uh, congratulations. I know Robert Morris uh, announced some captains today. Yeah. Um, or so yesterday. A, or yesterday. Yeah, one of the last couple of days. So that's yeah. cool. Um, you got those going. Um I lost my train of thought on where I was going with this now because you got me distracted. Well, you're going all do. over the place. What's the difference? You just get behind the <laughs> wheel and go. It just doesn't really matter. No, I just... get on. I get on the on these turnpikes, which are driving me nuts. By the way, oh well, uh, yeah, we don't have turnpikes. Uh, turnpikes out west. Um, <sighs> we just go on the roads and drive. Anyway, yeah, well, yeah. I mean, geez. So I'm probably gonna have like six hundred dollars worth of bills when I get. That'll be good. Yeah, that'll be good. That'll be good. Yeah. Uh, anyway, um, I'll just say it was because I went to see Paul Hornstein out east and I got locked into this turnpike yeah. thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'd, ridiculous. Anyway, um, so <laughs> now I'm really lost. I don't know. Where, what was I going to say? Well, that's not, oh, again, not news. <laughs> anyway, um, <laughs> so the captains have been announced. Um Colorado College, the Tigers, just had their fundraiser golf tournament last uh, Monday. I didn't get to go to this one because um, I was working, believe it or not, out here. Yeah. So, yeah, sometimes I, I it's, have it's, to it's, miss things because I'm working. But 
That's hard to deal with having the rose petals thrown at your feet all. <laughs> anyway, oh, I know where I was going with this. You were talking about goaltenders, and I was going to tell you, I very nearly shot video of the um, the goaltender from uh, Minot State when I was upstairs uh, waiting to get into the president's suite, it was still locked. Anyway, I was sitting outside, um, you know, as hockey players normally do, they go into the concourse or somewhere and uh, do their dry land stretches and training. And um, the goaltender, and I can't remember which one it was from uh, Minot State, it just came up and he was just into these drills. He had his headphones on, he had uh, rubber balls and he was bouncing off the wall for agility and, and hand-eye coordination. And he was going at it. Then he brought a stick and his blocker up and uh, his glove. And he was, he was doing stuff against the wall. And uh, the rest of his teammates were, you know, doing the, the little volleyball uh, bouncing here and there and, uh, and doing some different things and hacky sack. I saw that going on, but man, did they stay away from their goaltender? They got nowhere near him. (laughs) And it was, it was the most intense workout. I used to show you the video of Joey Decord. Uh, yeah. Remember that? Before games, he'd be bouncing that rubber ball off the glass. Well, Joey's intense, but this kid, and I, I wish I could remember which one it was. Um, I'd have to look it up. But anyway, he was intense and locked in. So you talk about goaltenders doing their own thing in practice. Oh, my goodness. Before the start of the game, you didn't even go near him. Well, that's right out of the Billy Smith playbook. Islanders were too afraid of him. <laughs> yeah. too, he, he, he didn't care who you were. You, you got in his way. He hit you with a stick. And it didn't matter if you were wearing the same jersey or not. Yeah, exactly. Ask, ask those guys. They'll tell you. There's been a few of those in the league. Uh, they all have their own little thing. But anyway, I thought that was might be might have been one of the most intense pre-game workouts from a goaltender I have ever witnessed. And I've seen a lot of them, but boy, and it lasted, I bet, 20, 25 minutes. He just went on from one thing to the next. And if, if a, a loose ball got over by him, nobody got near him. <laughs> they waited till the ball got away from him before they went to pick it up. It was it was so funny. And I thought multiple times about putting the, the camera on him. And then I said, ah, I'll just wait. Uh, I'll just say this. I, I say this about other schools. Come on, Minot. Let's go. Time to go. <laughs> Let's well, go. We'll there, see what happens when they make their trip to uh, Colorado in uh, late December. There's no excuse. Nobody can say you're not a hockey culture up there. Let's go. <laughs> oh my goodness! You make my my job so difficult. All That's my job. After all these people come after me, wanting to know what my co-host is saying, and I'm going like, yeah, okay. Uh, I know what I'm saying. They should. They know too. Otherwise, they wouldn't be coming up to you and being like, "What am I saying?" Oh yeah, they want to know what you're saying. They hear you. <laughs> well, okay. So, I mean, I'm, I don't hide it. I know. I'm trying to get this thing up to 72. I'll even let oh. Brett Riley count, <laughs> and he will. He'll tell you exactly because because clearly, and and I'll say this, uh, and 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 I'm only slightly i'm only slightly joking okay um one of the other sites came out with their poll today and 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 i'll tell you what they're they're in the conversations we'd we've had you know we we all in the college hockey community say 
yeah, maybe it's time to expand the NCAA tournament. You will hear that at the end of this year louder than you have ever heard it before. Because I promise you, with the depth in college hockey in terms of how many good teams there are this year, those teams that are uh, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, 21 in, in the pairwise are going to be screaming that we should be in the tournament. We're, you know, we're, we're, we're just as good as whoever. And I think this is, you will see that outcry to expand that tournament to 24 teams come next May louder than you've ever heard it before. I totally agree with you because uh, you and I have been talking about it uh, all year long about um, how this year is going to be the most competitive, I think, in college hockey ever in, in 50 plus years I've been watching. Uh, I don't think it's going to be more competitive across the board than it will be this year. So competitive, yeah, and you're top, right. Competitive and, and top heavy. Uh, yeah, I mean, <laughs> there's a lot of teams that can I mean, uh, that can take care of other teams. There's no doubt about that. I mean, you know, just looking at the various sources, right? The blue bloods are black are are back. You know, uh, for lack of a better term. You can you go know, through the, that blue blood thing, Paul, from the east to west, and you can come up with twenty teams right now that are all worthy. Uh, of, of, there, of listen, spot. there's there's there are there are good, consistently good programs. Uh, but when you talk the blue bloods of college hockey, let's face it, you're talking about BU, you're talking about BC, you're talking about Denver, Two. you're talking about Three. the other maroon and gold team, Four. you're talking about Michigan, you're talking about Five. the green and white team, six, you're talking about Michigan State. Seven. Um, really, the uh, you know th- Notre Dame, not a Cornell, no Cornell, Minnesota Duluth, not a blue blood, no Saint no. Cloud State, not a blue blood, no, no. Okay. You know what? The only one really missing from that list, and we don't expect people don't expect that to be much longer, is Wisconsin. Yeah, probably, probably next year. And again, year. and again, not knocking these other teams, not knocking them at all. They're all solidly good teams. So, you know, uh, Michigan Tech, very good. St. Cloud going to be very good. Quinnipiac, defending national champions. Uh, Western Michigan has been good for the last decade or so. Um, you know, Obviously, Duluth had their years winning back-to-back national championships. Providence, Northeastern, all really good teams. Clarkson, Casey Jones has built a a consistent winner up there. So you're saying there's probably 20 teams right now that could qualify for the NCAA tournament and maybe even win it. Well, I don't know about win it, but certainly teams that will be good enough where you'd say, yeah, that team deserves to be in the tournament. Winnipeg? I said defending that. Defending national. I said that. Are you listening? No, not much. Oh, I figures that's <laughs> not a surprise either. I, I just think that there's twenty, there's twenty teams right now that you could just say, okay, you all deserve to be in the NCAA tournament, but there's only sixteen spots. Again, and, this is why. This is why I'm if, saying. Yeah, I know that. I'm, I'm making your point for you because 
you're 100% correct. There's good, there's probably 20 teams now that have a spot and or that should have a spot. And then I think these independents are going to surprise the heck out of teams this year. And I think as close as Fairbanks was last year, I think there's some teams this year that um, are going to push for that spot and maybe are going to look at it and go like, hey, we have to get one or two wins more. Well, I think everybody's just gonna, to be I safe. Think everybody's going to say that. And what do you say about uh, Atlanta hockey? How, how how close are the guys in Atlanta hockey <sighs> to getting at least two teams in the tournament? Well, you know, there I I thought they were pretty close last year. Uh, Sacred Heart close. kind of Sacred Heart, you know, I don't want to say folded, but you know, whatever it is, caught up to them. Because they were right in that 16, 17, 18 spot going into the last month of the season. So. Yeah, I you know, totally agree with you. I totally agree with you. Uh, you know, and, and and you just look at it. I mean. I. I just you know, as I'm sitting here looking at it, I'm like, oh wow, that team is that yeah, that team's good. Yeah, that team's good. Yeah, that team's really good. Trying to use the same standards for all of them. Like, I do I think BU could win the national championship? Yes, of course. Um one of the biggest reasons I and it's and maybe this sounds hypocritical, I don't know, you 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 can tell me. But one of the big reasons why I didn't put him first and put him second was they don't have any proven goalies. But they're just so yeah, well, good. You, you have they're to just do that, so I think. Talented. I mean, I think that makes sense because we all know that uh, great goaltending not only steals you wins, but keeps you from losses. You know, and I mean, just like I said, go up and down this list and forget one through ten, right? Look at teams you would consider in that second 10 to 15. And yes, it's still the upper half of college hockey, but remember, there's only 16 teams that get in. You know, there's six at, six automatic bids and 10 at largest. And you could probably make a case, you know, after you pick your quote unquote conference auto bids of the teams that are, you can probably make a case for a dozen to a dozen and a half different teams that would be legit tournament teams. Oh, again, NC, and, and this time the NCAA is right, but nobody did anything. Yeah, I know. I know. Um, so anyway, that's a topic that we'll have, I'm sure all year long. Um, it's not really college hockey, but it is um, uh, college age hockey that we have to throw out there. I, if you've seen some of these clips coming from Connor Bedard, tonight it was a saucer pass, a backhand saucer pass uh, to Taylor Hall, who could not convert, by the way. And uh, if you think that this kid doesn't have what it takes to be a star in the NHL already, oh, my goodness. Oh, well, my let's goodness. let's put it this way. And... You know, I don't have to promote other people. Okay. Um, 
Anybody that listens to us probably already listens to 32 Thoughts. Okay, be kind of surprised if they didn't. Um, but, you know, um, when they opened up their, their last podcast, I mean, if you're a hockey fan, you know who Elliot Friedman is and you know who Jeff Marrick are from TSN in Canada. So it's, it's not like I'm... Right, but not like you're name dropping? <laughs> yeah, I'm not name dropping. I don't know these people personally or do they follow me on Twitter either. So, Okay. Um, so what's your point? Well, I'm just... You're talking about Connor Bedard, and I don't. I, I you, you, it'll pain, pains me to say this, but I'll say it anyway. I mean, Jeff Mack is coming on and says, "Can you have the goal of the year in a preseason game?" No. Well, <laughs> except if you are, the Logan Cooley goal would be it. Well, yeah, of course it would, but let's let's put this in perspective here. Well, then, you, yeah, but you, but then, you, you, you I'll listen, you're this. the one that brought up I Connor guess. Bedard. He hasn't played in a regular season game yet either. No, no, I, I'm not talking about goals of the year. I'm just talking about a skilled hockey player that that makes. I'm not, and I'm not just talking about the ability to score goals. I'm talking about the ability to make plays. I mean, goodness gracious, he's going to change that lineup instantly. Well, not be hard. They stunk. Yeah, no, but I mean, he could change any lineup instantly because he's that good of a player. Again, first preseason games, and I'm not saying you're wrong, but Thank I you. can't say I can't that's say. The first. Well, I can't say you're right either until they start playing oh. some actual games. Don't get crazy. <laughs> anyway, I I just I'm watching him do the little things, and uh, boy, that's that's pretty impressive uh, preseason or whatever. It's still pretty impressive to see all the little things that this kid can do at uh, such a young age. And uh, it's going to be interesting to see how things tighten up on him once the NHL season starts. So Exactly. Anyway, we'll find out. But for right now, he's uh, he's doing really – and Cooley's goal is very nice too. I mean, it was a very skilled play. Um, but I just think what, what Bedard is doing, he's just at another level. He really is. Well, we'll find out when it counts. Okay, take it away, because right from now the, it counts. From the Summer Skate Studios behind the masts, College Hockey West Weekly, brought to you by Jesse Ray's Barbecue in Las Vegas. The best in barbecue Las Vegas style. Go to jessieraysbarbecue.com to order lunch, cater an event, or pick up a few bottles of our award-winning sauces. Behind the mask, whether you use blades or wheels, whatever your hockey needs are, see our three Valley locations or behindthemask.com. By the NCHC and nchc.tv. Subscribe to nchc.tv and catch all of the action from the toughest conference in college hockey. The TAG Creative Group. Search T. Grand Rudd on redbubble.com and have us create that unique design for your business or gift-giving needs. The Spaghetti Shack. Classic Italian comfort food quickly with three locations. Two in Tempe, one in Pine Top at thespaghettishack.com. Caesars Entertainment Resorts and Casinos Worldwide. It's where the action is in the resort or in town. FedEx, the official package delivery company of Ice Time Hockey West. Liberty University. Hockey, education, and faith with equal passion at liberty.edu. College Hockey, Inc., your NCAA hockey resource. 
College Hockey West Weekly presented by Behind the Mask and all of the IcetimeHockeyWest.com podcasts are live on the Podbean app. Help others to find the show and the podcasts by subscribing, rating, and reviewing at ITHSW Podcasts, all one word. That's ITHSW Podcasts on your favorite podcast platform. Behind the Mask College Hockey West Weekly and all of our weekly podcasts are part of the IcetimeHockeyWest.com network. Very well done, my friend. We will say a great evening and good night. And by the way, this 9.30 start stuff is wearing me out. Get me back to mountain time or Pacific time, please. Whatever. <laughs> anyway, we'll say good night with little Roger Klein, the Peacemakers. And you'll tell everybody to tune in tomorrow night. Stephen Marsh and I will uh, join you for uh, the American Collegiate Hockey Top 20 podcast. And uh, I will have a little report from Army. First time I've been on the uh, the grounds of the Army West Point Academy. All right, we'll say good night. Roger Klein, the Peacemakers. De Niro, good night, everybody. Good night.